Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Bearing Fruit Podcast. Or good afternoon, or good evening, or good day, whenever you're listening to this episode. Welcome back to another episode. I just realized I'm recording this episode super late. It's 7.20 p.m. Um, and I usually don't record an episode this late, but here we are. I've had a chaotic week, so it's just... This is the only time that has sufficed for me, 7.20 in the evening. Um, I hope you've had a great weekend and a great last week. Um, I hope you're ready to tackle a new week. I cannot believe, wow, I sounded really British. I cannot believe we are in September. What just happened? Like, how did time fly this quickly? And, oh my goodness, I also celebrated my 23rd birthday um, two weeks ago, which is insane. Two weeks ago, last week, um, which is insane because, oh, I still feel 16. Like I do not feel 23. Um, wow. That's insane. But yeah, I I don't know how fast this year is just, it's going, it's just flying really. I don't, I don't know. But it's crazy to think we are into September, which I guess is my favorite month, not because it's my birthday month, but because it is the first month of spring and I love spring. Spring is my favorite season. And so I've been doing my walks and I look at the beautiful flowers that are just blooming and you can just really tell spring is here. So I'm here for it. I love spring. Um, But yeah. I cannot believe how fast we are just flying into the year. I'm not ready for Christmas, which is like three and a half months away. Like, oh gosh. Anyway, I don't want to go into that because that is weird. I feel like I just took down my Christmas tree, which probably I just did because I always take down my Christmas tree so late and everybody always judges me for it. But like Christmas is not over until... January's over. <laughs> okay. Sue me. Sue me if you think it is wrong to take down the Christmas tree at the end of January. I don't technically leave it to the end of January, but it's sort of the end of January by the time I take down all the decorations. But I just want to just soak it all in because by the time I put it up, which, okay, I put it up in November, like mid November. So I just want to, like, I've put so much effort into like on my whole family we've put so much effort into decorating a home that well for us to take it down in a month no we're gonna enjoy it um but yeah send me to jail if you think that is too late to take down your christmas tree (laughs) but yeah i cannot believe christmas is around the corner oh my goodness anyway anyway let's let's stop talking about christmas because i'm so not ready even though i love christmas let's turn our attention to today's topic which It's actually a quite raw and fragile topic, which I guess is so common, but also so challenging to talk about. And that is, how do we deal with heartbreak? I mean, is there a right way to deal with heartbreak? Does time, you know that saying, time heals everything, does time actually heal everything? Do you eventually get over it? Like, what 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 is the literally what is the method to get over a broken heart because speaking from personal experience heartbreak is oh my goodness immensely painful i mean it's obviously 
dealing with a heart that's broken into pieces. That is what a heartbreak is. This is what heartbreak is. But it's not something that can just be, I mean, wiped away or like just to quickly get over. Like it shouldn't also be something that you quickly get over because I guess this is common knowledge, but you know, when I, me studying therapy and understanding grief, you see that it's so, it's so important to grieve and, and allow your heart to be broken because that is how you eventually heal rather than sweeping under the rug or, you know, um, kind of marinating it or covering it up. You don't want to sweep those pieces under a rug. You need to acknowledge that those pieces are broken. You need to feel the pain of the broken pieces. You need to basically grieve, which I'll get a bit more into throughout the episode. But sometimes I even think that it is like, as I was planning this episode, I was just thinking heartbreak is actually something that I personally think is a lot more painful than physical pain. Now, I am not saying physical pain is not painful, like pain is pain, but I will take personally from my experience, I'm not saying this, I'm not speaking for everyone. I'm saying this from my own experience. I will personally take physical pain over a broken heart any day because for me a broken heart is something that gosh I don't know how to explain it but to me a broken heart is just a stab in the back and in the chest and like just everywhere it is excruciating pain so when I'm talking about heartbreak Also, I want to make note that I'm not just talking about romantic relationships or like romantic losses um, or a breakup in that sense. Heartbreak applies to everything and anything. It applies to a loss of a loved one. It applies to a loss of a job, um, a loss of a friendship or a relationship, um, a loved one moving away. Like you can experience heartbreak in so many ways, which is what is so sad because it is inevitable which I will also talk about later in the episode but heartbreak comes in so many forms which is why it is so painful because you almost can't avoid it I mean to avoid it means you don't let your heart open up to any form of love which is just living a psychotic life like it's like it's living like a criminal or a um sociopath with no emotions that's what I feel like it would be for us to live a life to prevent any sort of heartbreak um, which also means preventing any form of love entering your heart so heartbreak painful excruciating but how on earth can you actually mend a broken heart Because the world is full of people with broken hearts, right? Broken hearts, broken spirits, broken homes, broken relationships. Sometimes the hurt, oh my goodness, the hurt, the pain is so great, it prevents people from functioning properly, you know? And in extreme cases or in now that we see it doesn't even have to be extreme, in such common cases, it can result in 
damaging one's mental health. Like it is severe to the point that you can get easily depressed, you can get easily anxious, you can get easily um, fearful and, and your mental health is just damaged. And the world puts forth various ways to deal with heartbreak. I mean, it's so prevalent now in our day and age. Sure, it might help in a temporary setting. Sure, it might help in the moment. But if you do try to cover up your pain and not properly heal from that specific broken heart... It just gets worse over time, which, I mean, I think everyone can attest to this. It's like pent-up anger and frustration and sadness. And when we are not grieving through that process, we we lose it. And it just we just wait for another wave of heartbreak to occur. And then we are destroyed. And... I mean, for me, while I think the intensity of heartbreak, you know, obviously will wear off over time and possibly heal, I I use the word heal very loosely, heal over time, only a child of God can experience healing of wounds because only a believer, only a Christian has access to the power of the Spirit of God and that is because the one, quote unquote, the heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, as says, as it's said in Psalms 147, has gone through the exact form of pain as we have. Because the beauty of going through a broken, broken, <laughs> broken heart as a Christian, and and yes, that is a thing, and yes, there is some of that is that Jesus, a human being, yeah, Jesus, a human being with a human heart, also experienced the worst form of heartbreak in his time here on earth. Jesus understands the pain of rejection. I mean, his very own people didn't receive him, you know, and Jesus was also betrayed by his closest friends. He also wept when Lazarus died, he cried out to the Lord as he was on the cross, asking God why God had forsaken him on the cross. Like, that is heartbreak in its realest form. He wept, he felt betrayed, he felt rejection. Like, that is a stab in the back if I ever did see one. And because Jesus, because he weeps with those who weep, he is able to empathize with our weaknesses. I mean, one of the reasons we all go to therapy is so that we experience that empathy firsthand from our therapist or psychologist or whoever we see. We want that empathize uh, spirit in the room. We want them to be able to relate to us, be able to understand where we're coming from and not be judged for it, be able to help us through that healing process. And that is what Jesus is he is that person for us because he went before us he is able to empathize with our broken heart and that is one of the greatest most perfect things or like the greatest way that god has created the earth it is that he had 
intentionally let Jesus go through these things, these emotions, this struggle, the pain, because he knew that we needed someone to rely on. And how great, gosh, how great is it to know that the Savior of the world too empathizes with us? Because, I mean, a broken heart, uh, a broken heart can be the source of many negative emotions. And Christians, believers, understand the futility of allowing their emotions to guide them. And I think that's super important. I know for me, that has been literally something I've had to be really, really vigilant about is making sure that I do not let any of my emotions um, play a factor into my behaviors and my decisions and my thinking. My emotions are my emotions and I respect them as my emotions. But for it to, you know, be the leading cause of any judgment call that I make is very dangerous because if I acted on my emotions, oh my goodness, I would be, I don't even think I'll be able to go to heaven. Honestly, if I acted on my emotions, I don't think I would be sane because there are times that I felt so angry, times where I felt like I've just wanted to cry and be upset and not get out of bed and oh my goodness, like I've just been so broken but I know for me Jesus Christ has blessed us with the very spiritual essence of knowing that okay he has gone before me he too has experienced all of this pain that means he understands what I'm going through that means I can talk to him about it that means I am one step closer to healing and because Jesus, oh my goodness, because Jesus Christ has blessed us with every spiritual blessing and has made us accepted in him, this acceptance then, it, uh, it transcends all feelings of rejection, betrayal, fear, any source of pain that we may face. And in the end, it's not based on quote-unquote we hope so we hope that my heart's going to get healed we hope that I can move on from this it's quote-unquote we know so because we have Jesus to mend to stitch back our broken shattered heart okay we know that God has accepted us because God's word tells us so in the Bible it tells us that you know Blessed are those, um, oh gosh, I think it's Matthew 5, I can't remember the worst off the top of my head, but blessed are those who um, are brokenhearted, for they will be comforted. And gosh, what a verse, what a verse that to know that through the pain, while I might not be thinking about healing in that moment, I might be angry, I might be sad, I might be distraught, I might be a wreck. What a relief to know that, gosh, I don't have to worry, really. Sure, let me feel my emotions. Let me experience it in real time. But, gosh, what a blessing it is to know that I will be comforted. No matter how deep this pain may be, 
or how long I may be suffering with this broken heart, I will be comforted. That is a promise and that is in the Bible and I have experienced it firsthand. So we know that God has accepted us because God's word tells us so. And as we appropriate this truth by faith, it changes our hearts and our lives and the way we think and the way we can eventually then move on. And I guess the reason I wanted to touch on this episode, this topic, is the sad part of it all is that heartbreak is inevitable, okay? We will all or have all have experienced heartbreak at one time or another in some form or another and I mean we are bound to be hurt and disappointed for we live in the most broken world the most fallen world but it is what we choose to do with that hurt and disappointment that can make us stronger in our walk with the Lord in Hebrews chapter 13 verses 5 God promises to walk through the disappointments in life with us and he wants us to then know his provision for us and know that his provision for us is certain it is for sure and that is so incredible to know that okay you will experience highs and lows you will experience excruciating pain but I want you to know that my promise will never fail and that is that you will be healed you will be comforted I will provide I mean his grace and his comfort is free it is there okay it is at the tip of our tip of our tongue it is at the tip of our tip oh my gosh I don't mean the the foot of our bed (laughs) what am I trying to say it is there okay it is right there in front of you right So why not then choose to rest in that? Because as followers of Christ, we have to remember we are not defined by our past, by our failures, by our mistakes. I've said this time and time again in all my episodes, that we are not defined by our past or specifically by the trials we go through and the hurt that we go through. Okay, we are defined by our relationship with God and the image of God. And God has then also prepared each of us so uniquely and the opportunities and the heartbreak that we face is so uniquely prepared for us. It is done for us to teach us a specific lesson. May that be, I'm trying to protect you from this person. May that be, that is not the future I want you to have. I want you to have something better. May that be, um... This is not the time because I know you're going to struggle with this. I'm going to take this away and give you something better at a better time. Whatever it may be, all of those things will cause us pain if it is being taken away from us, right? But we need to understand that these are unique opportunities that God has provided each and every single one of us to walk through. And we can either walk in our own strength or... um walk in our own strength and and you know just decide to deal with it the way I guess everyone now deals with in the world or we can walk in the power of the Holy Spirit and like I said a broken heart is inevitable right but we have to be reminded that we are the children of God okay we are the children of a king and the rejection we experience the pain the betrayal it's 
momentary heartbreak that we experience. It's painful, don't get me wrong, it is painful and sure it may last weeks, months, years, but it is momentary compared to the eternal glory that awaits us at the end of this life. So we can allow it to keep us down, we can allow it to, you know, create depressive moods and depressive thoughts or we can claim the heritage of a child of a god and move forward in his grace because what a comfort knowing that god has promised us that he will never leave us nor forsake us god is always going to hear and and be close and and comfort the brokenhearted like i said isaiah 42 sorry 43 verses 2 says when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. And then verse 3 reads, For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Like goosebumps, how beautiful. I mean, I, I've read that verse before, but like, it's so refreshing to reread the word of God, words that God has spoken over us to know that we will not be burned even if we walk through a blazing fire. Like, theoretically, that is impossible. But with God, anything is possible because overcoming the hurt of a broken heart, it requires taking one day at a time. But praying and trusting God and understanding that, okay, God's guidance and his provision will save me. It will comfort me. And I thoroughly recommend just meditating and reading the Bible when you do experience those heartbreaks. Because, gosh, there are so many beautiful promises like those that are woven into this precious book that there are like they are like hidden gems and i don't find them until i search for them so i i recommend really really reading and studying the bible to to be able to find those hidden verses like those those hidden gems that just gosh gives you such a fresh breath of air because pure and complete healing comes from the lord and when we focus our eyes on the lord's promise to heal then on our own heartbreak or then focusing more on our broken heart, we are then able to restore and, and get up and get on the path to healing and, and comfort and protection and renewal. Okay, he can take our brokenness and make us what he, make us into what he believes will make us thrive and come into fruition a broken heart it's painful i know but the lord's love and grace oh gosh it far outweighs the pain and he can give our lives meaning purpose joy again and again and he can do it through those heartbreaking moments he can do it through that incredibly shattered and broken heart because John chapter 6 verse 37, Jesus says, Whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. So when we are going through that broken heart, oh my goodness, you best believe that you are in the best hands possible. 
like I said, broken heart, it's inevitable. The pain that we go through in this world, it's inevitable. But you can be certain that the one thing you will always be promised, the one thing that will never be stripped away from you is the Lord's relationship and his love for his children. And that is one thing that will never be broken. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you that you promised us healing and comfort. Thank you that you are close to the brokenhearted. Thank you, Lord, that you will never leave us nor forsake us. Lord, I pray over all these, all those people who are currently going through a broken heart, who are struggling through the pain, who are dealing with the situations that they're currently facing and they are scared and they are fearful that they will never get over this broken heart. Lord, you know how painful it is because you have gone through it. But we look to you for that healing. We look to you for that restoration, for that provision. Help us to move on and thrive with your grace and your love and your comfort and your strength. Help us to shift our focus to you instead of our pain. We ask all of this in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Well, thank you so much, guys, for joining me for another episode. I hope this episode helped and it gave you some uh, peace and joy and motivation to know that you are not alone. This pain that you might be currently experiencing, it will pass just like it has in the, in the past. Wow. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for... Um, yeah, just being amazing. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Make sure if you are not um, yet to follow the Bearing Fruit podcast on the Spotify page um, or the Apple page or wherever you're listening to this on. And um, make sure you are also following the Bearing Fruit pod Instagram page um, for the podcast um, because I post a lot of updates and motivational um, posts on there. So yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you guys in two weeks. Bye.